The reading is from the Gospel of Luke, Luke 2, 33 to 35, Luke 2, 33 to 35. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. The word of the Lord. Thank you. Great. Well, good morning. It's nice to be with you. My name's Richard. I'm part of the team here at St. Paul's, and it's, um, it's lovely to be able to speak to you for a few moments uh, on this Mothering Sunday. I was um, picking up my son uh, Joshua from play school earlier this week on Tuesday, and uh, while I was there, I met uh, one of the mums from church who was also picking up one of her uh, children. And so I said, oh, how are you doing? And she said, how she was doing? She said, how are you doing? And I said, oh, yeah, fine, thank you. I've just been spending the morning reflecting on uh, what I might say uh, on Sunday, uh, Mothering Sunday service. I said, do you have any, uh, do you have any advice for me, I, I asked. And um, in all seriousness, she just looked at me and she said, Rich, I don't really mind what you say. I just really hope I get a cupcake. <laughs> and uh, Laura Tate, there's a cupcake for you. And uh, I was shattered, really, because I, me, you know, Chris, Mark, and myself, we, we imagine that the congregation spend the whole, whole week just reflecting, thinking excitedly about what we might share on a Sunday morning. And it turns out that some people, all they want is a cupcake. Uh, so anyway, if you are a mother this morning, I hope that you um, received your equivalent uh, of a cupcake uh, this morning. So... Um, I want to just reflect uh, just briefly on these um, few verses that were read to us. I'm going to make four uh, points, four quick, uh, simple points, really. But before I do that, I just want to, I just want to acknowledge that I know that today, for, for lots of people, is a, is a fun day. It's a, it's a day of celebration and, and thanksgiving. It's a chance to say thank you to God for our, for our mums. And it's a chance to... Um, express that thanks as well uh, to our mothers and so it's fun and it's joyful but I'm also conscious and I just want to acknowledge and it's already been acknowledged in the prayers which is great that that actually for some people today um, is a day that's tinged maybe even dominated by a sense of sadness and pain because maybe today um, is a day where unfulfilled hopes and dreams um, are felt most keenly. Maybe today's a day when bereavement of one kind or another hurts the most. Maybe today's a day where um, you just recognise that the relationship that you had with your mum wasn't um, all that it could be. And so I just want to acknowledge this morning, you know, that I know that some people come today full of joy and thanksgiving, but for others, today's a difficult day and I guess at, just at the beginning I, I want to remind us that throughout the Bible um, God is 
portrayed as the perfect parent, that God is portrayed as the perfect father and the perfect mother. He's portrayed as a parent who, who carries his children. He's portrayed as a, a parent who marks his own hands with the names of his children. He's a parent who cannot forget his parents, uh, his children. He's a God who loves and nurtures, encourages and heals. He's a God who risked everything in a daring bid to, to come to the earth in order to call his lost children back to him. Not to leave us in our pain, but to enter into it and to bring us back. And so today, you know, I hope that, um, I hope that something that I share might be helpful. But I guess I really want to remind us of who God is, of his compassion and his love, of his care, of his knowledge of us. And um, I pray that you might know that afresh this morning, however you come to Mothering Sunday. So let's pray, and then we'll look at the word, his word. So Father, I want to thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your compassion. Thank you for the fact that you know us. You know our names. Thank you for the fact that our names are engraved on the palms of your hands. Thank you that you know the joys and also the sorrows of our lives. And Lord, I pray that as we uh, look at your word, Lord, I pray that you might speak to us, that we might hear your voice this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, the first thing I want to say this morning, especially to those of us who are parents, is um, never lose the wonder. Never lose the wonder of it all. Last Friday, we, had, uh, we just had one of those nights in the Thomas household. Uh, about 11.30, uh, we were woken up uh, by one of our children and um, you know you're kind of in days aren't you like this and it's bad enough being woken up but it's it's even worse when you're woken up to the sound of one of them being sick that is bad that is bad and you're kind of in a daze and you're walking into their bedroom like this and you get there and you are confronted by a bed full of puke and it's like oh man and you're like looking at it and you're thinking, oh gosh, I've, you're starting to feel sick as well and, and all this. And it's just awful. So you, you clear it all up, uh, still in the days, and uh, you feel increasingly nauseous yourself. And then half an hour later, the same thing happens again. And you're like, oh man. So you have to do it again. And, uh, and we had just had one of those nights where our youngest son, Josh, he was, he was probably sick about 10 times every half an hour that night. It was awful. And... Um, uh, we probably had about 45 minutes sleep, and um, it was just a dreadful night. And uh, the next day, we just Julie and I were just both exhausted, f- both feeling sick. Um, and uh, Julie uh, 
she takes the, the other two out for the day, uh, Ben and Ella, and, and I'm left at home with Joshua. And, um, and for most of the day, he just lies asleep on the sofa. And I'm just looking at him. And I'm thinking, last night was a pretty bad night. I don't want to ever lose the wonder. I don't want to ever lose the wonder of what it is and the privilege that it is that those of us who are parents are, are called to. It was a rough night, but I don't want to ever lose the wonder as I look at him lying there on the sofa. In this story, uh, this uh, passage that was read to us, it speaks of Mary marvelling over Jesus. She has a sense of wonder about what's going on. She marvels at what Simeon the priest says. I don't know if you've ever marveled over what's said about your children. Um, a couple of years ago, I was, uh, uh, um, my mum and dad came and visited me in Cambridge where I was studying um, at Ridley Hall. And, and they came and they met my um, roommate who we, sh- we shared a study together. And uh, my roommate was talking to, to my mum and dad, and, and he was saying, oh, yeah, Richard, he, you know, he, he's so diligent, he works really hard, he always gets his work on in time, and, you know, he does well in his tests and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, great, this is good. And I just as I was in this conversation, as I was listening to what he was saying, I just glanced over at my mother, and I could just tell that she was marvelling at what was being said about me. There was, this, there was a great look of disbelief <laughs> upon her face. She was like, I mean, she didn't say anything, but she was like, Really? <laughs> what? And she, I just knew that she was thinking about the hours and hours and hours that she stood over me when I was trying to get my GCSE art coursework in. And she was like, come on, Richard, you have got to do this. The deadline is coming up, and you've done one picture. And, it's just, and it was awful. And then, you know, I'm trying to learn me German verbs and all this sort of thing. And she was just listening to this guy, marvelling at what was being said about her son. Just complete disbelief. And, you know, sometimes I guess we marvel in that sense, don't we? But, but other times we marvel at what's said, and it just warms our hearts. And Mary marvels over Jesus. She marvels at what, at what is said about him. And, you know, Mar- Mary isn't just marvelling, is she, over, over any child. She's marvelling at what's said about the most wonderful and the most unique child that has ever lived. A child who is fully God and fully man. God literally in human flesh upon the earth. And she marvels. She marvels at it. And you know, as parents, I want to say, let's, let's never ever lose the wonder. And as Christians, let's never ever lose the wonder. It isn't always easy. But let's never lose sight of the wonder of it all. That the God who created the heavens and the earth would mark his hands, metaphorically speaking, with your name. That he knows you. He knows where you live. He knows the job that you do. He knows the challenges that you face. And he loves you. Let's never lose sight of the wonder of it all. The second thing then is, is that Simeon the priest, he, he blesses Mary and Joseph. And uh, on Father's Day, we, we, we can bless the men. But 
at the end of this little talk, I'd love it if we might just bless those of you who are women here today. And, uh, and we're going to do that at the end. I won't say any more about it. It won't be painful. Hopefully it will be nice. Uh, but um, we'll do that at the end. The third thing I want to say is this, that let's be people that nurture each other's destinies. As when Simeon blesses Jesus, he speaks of this little baby's destiny. One of the great privileges that we have is the privilege of nurturing the destiny of each other. It's, it's amazing to think that Mary had the privilege of nurturing the destiny of Jesus Christ. That was the privilege that she had. That was what she was called to. I don't know um, if any of you have seen the film uh, The Passion of the Christ. It's such a moving film. But I think some of the things that are most moving in that film are when you see uh, back into sort of flashbacks, if you like, into Jesus' childhood. And there's this little boy being nurtured by his mum. That's the privilege that she had to nurture his destiny. And, um, you know, we have that privilege, not of nurturing Jesus' destiny, but we have the privilege of, of nurturing each other's. That actually, in this, in this family, we, we entrust our lives to each other. And in doing that, we have the opportunity to, to nurture one another, to encourage one another, to invite people to become the people that God is calling them to be. That's an amazing privilege. I, I never, it never ceases to amaze me. Um, I used to lead a youth group. It, it always amazes me when I look at Facebook and every now and again one of them will post something about what they're doing. I just feel like, wow, what a privilege it was. And I'm not trying to take any real credit for that in one sense because I, I had them for like two hours a week or something, you know, but, but what a privilege it is just to play a small part in nurturing the destiny of somebody else. Mary had that privilege to nurture Jesus' destiny and actually it's a privilege that God gives to each one of us and so let's rejoice in that privilege and let's take it seriously not just talking about nurturing our children, but nurturing everybody, being a family together and doing that. The final thing, I want to say the fourth thing, is that the reality is that, that the journey that lay before Mary, it was, it was a journey both of joy, but it was also a journey that involved pain. It was a journey of both joy and pain. And Simeon is kind of upfront and honest about that in what he says. Jesus' life was one that was full of hardship. Jesus' life was full of suffering. He was frequently rejected. He was often in danger. He was often misunderstood. His own community, his own followers, his own disciples, even his own family at times misunderstand him. 
And then finally, at the end, there are the events of Good Friday. He's arrested. He's tortured. He's executed. And through all of those things, there's Mary. Mary is standing at the foot of the cross. You know, being a a mother, being anybody who nurtures somebody else, isn't without cost. You know, to love someone else is to make yourself vulnerable. But Mary, I think, is just the most amazing model to us. In uh, Luke chapter 1 and 38, she prays an amazing prayer. I think it's almost like one of the best examples in the Bible of, of discipleship articulated. This is what she prays. She prays, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. You know, she's a young woman. She's found out that she's pregnant or that she's about to be pregnant. She isn't married, but she is betrothed to be married. That was a very difficult situation to be in 2,000 years ago. And then there were all the other events of Jesus' life that she has to walk through. And at the beginning of that journey, she says, she prays, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. Mary embraces the journey that lies ahead of her, a journey of uh, unspeakable joy and at times unspeakable pain. She embraces the call that's on her life, a call to serve God by bearing and nurturing his son. And so this Sunday, as we give thanks to God for our mothers, as we give thanks to God for those women in our lives that have nurtured us, may we also be like Mary. May we be people who embrace God's call on our lives. May we be people who seek to nurture the destinies of others. And as we do that, may we never ever lose sight of the wonder of it all. Now I said that we would um, bless you. I'd love it if what we might do, just to close, is if we might pray for the women who are here, that we might pray for God's blessing on you. And I'm going to ask Chris and, and Mark if, if they would help me with that. So what I'm going to ask, if you, are, if you are a woman and you're 18 years or older, I would love to invite you um, to stand. And we would just love to pray for the Lord's blessing on you. And, um, and if you are a man or if you're younger than 18 and female then we're just gonna I want you to pray for these people who are standing these women who are standing pray for the Lord's blessing on them just reach out a hand towards them and let's pray for God's blessing on their lives so father I want to I pray now Holy Spirit that you might come that you might come
Lord, we give you thanks for every single woman standing. Lord, we give you thanks for them. Lord, we want to honour them. Father, we bless you for them. Father, we bless you for the way that they nurture others. Father, we bless you for the way that they give of themselves so sacrificially. Father, we want to bless you for the way that they build communities. And so, Lord, as they stand before you now, Lord, I want to pray that, that, that as they have given so much of themselves to others, Father, would you now in this moment, would you come and would you refresh them? May they know your love. May they know your presence. May they know your blessing. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you that you give to the gift to women of this unconditional and unending love to pour out into other people's lives. Thank you for the way in which they love their children and they love their families and they love their husbands. Thank you for the lovely gift that they have of being friends to one another, of supporting and walking together. Thank you for the way in which they encourage and enable others in their lives. And Lord, into their lives we pray your blessing multiplied many times over, that each would know that they are loved and precious to you and that they are loved and precious to us. Lord, I want to pray that each woman today would know their preciousness in you and that each of us will be able to express our love to you. Pour your blessing, Lord, into their lives. Spirit of God, thank you for your resting upon the women here this morning. And welcome your presence. Just Lord, thank you for their generosity Thank you for their desire to give to others, even when they feel a lack in themselves. Thank you for the blessings that we've received because of them, of their dedication, service and prayer. Thank you. And Lord, I pray in this moment where they do feel a sense of need or want or lack, Lord, you would provide. You'd increase their joy that their love would overflow and that they would bubble over with hope. Lord, we are so grateful and we bless you for them. We bless you for them. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Receive his joy. Receive his joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Maybe for one or two, it's you've you may be not even sure if you would call yourself a, a Christian or a follower of Jesus and it's great you're with us the Lord wants to give you joy 
in whatever you're doing as a mum, as a daughter, as a sister, as a grandmother. Increase your joy, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. And so, Father, we pray that you would help us to embrace the call that's on our life. Father, that you would help us to be people that nurture the destinies of others. And Lord, as we do that, may we never lose sight of the wonder of what you've done for us in and through your son, Jesus. And we ask it in your name. Amen. Amen. Guys, um, I think the little children may need to be collected. I can see a raft of um, slightly older children desperate to come in.